My entitled aunt is suing my landlord, claiming that she got hurt on his property and is now potentially ruining my living situation, all because she wants to fake an injury. And at this point, I'm so angry, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. Honestly, as I type this out, I don't even know where to begin. The degree of entitlement in my aunt and cousin are so extreme, it's going to be difficult to keep it concise. Let's start with the obvious stuff. A couple of months ago, my aunt visits me from out of town. I have a really small apartment, so at night, I would let her sleep in my bed, and I would go stay at my boyfriend's place. One night, she came home in an Uber from a party. She told me when I dropped her off that she was trying to get drunk. The next day, early before I got up to drive home, she texts me and says that she fell in a hole when the Uber driver dropped her off, and then she says that the Uber driver ran over her foot. At this point, I'm already skeptical. Now, why would I be skeptical, you may ask? Well, my aunt has a repeated history of lawsuits against previous employers, apartment buildings, landlords, and more. This definitely is not her first rodeo. My aunt is an obese woman, and she says that the injuries that were caused, like a slip disc, were not pre-existent, and that her quality of life has changed. For some additional context, myself and others have always suspected that she has Munchausen. She has always used her health problems to get attention or to get money, and all she talks about are her consistent health problems. It's always something but none of the resolutions for her presumed health problems are ever pursued to be resolved. I get back and she's walking around, maybe limping a bit, but she kept saying it was her foot hurting her, and she kept icing her foot while her leg was stretched straight out. The test she has done later on has said that she has a partially torn ACL. My best friend recently had that injury, and there is no way she could have laid her leg out flat like that. A couple of days after she leaves, she texts me to tell me that she is suing Uber. Now, I don't acknowledge the text message and a couple days later, she tells me she is suing my landlord. Now at this point, I'm immediately livid. If this were any other person, I knew their motivations would be different. But I know my aunt and her pattern of behavior in her life speaks volumes. She doesn't care about the fact that she is compromising my living situation for her own benefit. So how does the entitlement come in, you may be asking? Not only does she think she's entitled to my safety in my own home, but not even a week before she writes a laundry list of things she wants my father to pay for her daughter's wedding. As a single mother, my family took her daughter under our wing. She would come stay with us during summers and Christmas, and my mom would get her more gifts than we would even get. When we would be called bratty kids and complain, she would tell us that she didn't have a dad to give her gifts, and she didn't want her to feel left out. Why isn't her mother buying her gifts, you may be asking? Well, it's because of her horrendous management of the good money she does make. She says she is always broke, but she has a good salary job, but all of her money goes to God knows where. Is she paying her astronomical credit card payments? I mean, I know it's not going to medical bills, because she frequently brags about how she doesn't pay her medical bills. I mean, who brags about that? Her phone rings all day, collectors are calling her. I mean, seriously, the list goes on. So let's get back to now. Asking my dad for thousands of dollars for the wedding, all while she's suing his daughter's landlord behind his back. What does she need this money for, you may ask? Well, her daughter's getting married in October, and like she wrote in that email, she needs money for the wedding. So, when I told my parents, my dad got angry. He called, emailed, and texted her that she needed to drop this, but she never responded. The timing was so bad, because the following week, her daughter was supposed to come stay with me for a couple of days. I almost told her not to come, but I felt it was already too late, and I decided I'd try to be the bigger person, because after all, she isn't her mom. But I should have 
remember that after two years of living with them, she is in fact just like her mother. Oddly enough, I had a medical emergency with my dog the night before she was supposed to stay here, and I couldn't have two additional people in my 600 square foot apartment and still be able to take care of my ailing dog properly. So instead, she was able to go stay with a friend. I saw her the first day she was here. I didn't bring up anything and she didn't either, but it was clear there was a huge elephant in the room. That day, my aunt decides to answer my dad by starting a group chat with the three of us and sending a picture of her lawyer's card and says that we can ask him any questions. My dad angrily replies saying something like, don't text me like that. I didn't hear from my cousin at all that second day. And finally, she texts me this long text about how she doesn't feel comfortable with seeing me because of what just happened. And she is saddened by the lack of empathy shown to her mother when her mother needs money to pay for her medical bills and how this is going to ruin her wedding. Now, at this point, I just straight up let it rip. I pointed out how the funds from that suit wouldn't go to those medical bills because she doesn't pay them. And that's a well-known fact by literally anybody who knows her. So I asked her if she really thinks the funds are going to go to her wedding. I also brought up her entitlement as well. And in the same sentence where she refuses her entitlement, she starts saying, where was the money when I asked for it? As well as all these other weird excuses. She was also saying, well, where's the money I asked for from the will? Despite the fact that we're talking about our grandmother, who, by the way, isn't even dead yet. Now, I could go on about my cousin and aunt's entitlement to a little cut of everything me and my family has, but I'll end with another example that gives you a glimpse into their entitlement. When I moved to Utah, where they both live, I had to go home to get my stuff and come back. I had originally been visiting and didn't plan on moving, but when I saw it, I wanted to stay. So, when I went home to get my things, a mutual friend of ours hung out with the both of them at Dave & Buster's. This particular experience was told to me by this mutual friend when I was trying to excuse their mistreatment as well as the financial nightmare that they put me through. At the time, I knew they were opportunistic, but I never thought that they would do that to their own family. So I would try and make excuses for them. Finally, the friend stops me and tells me, I wasn't going to tell you this, but I think you need to hear this. While out at Dave & Buster's, they, mostly my aunt, were complaining about how she had no money. My friend, who has no qualms about calling people out, asked her straight up, then why are you out spending money right now? Her response was to straight up say, it's okay, she has money, and I'm the she that she's referring to. Since my cousin and I had that nasty text conversation, we have not spoken at all. We've gone full no contact, and I have no desire to ever speak to them again. After years of being gaslit by them about their presumed victimhood, it's been a challenge for me to come out of that cloud and see them for exactly who they are. That is a crazy situation and a crazy story. Your aunt and cousin sound like awful people. They literally are only being family with you so they can get money out of you. I mean, your aunt is basically an ambulance chaser, and your cousin is basically walking down that same path as well. I mean, just imagine what she's going to be like later on in life. Not to mention the fact that your aunt is literally a scam artist. Like, people like this who are blatantly dishonest and clearly trying to ruin other people's lives are just so ridiculous. So hopefully, going no contact with these people will solve all your problems. They sound absolutely awful, and I don't blame you for not wanting anything to do with them. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for not inviting my aunt to my wedding? Here's what happened. So I'm a 31-year-old female, and I'm getting married in the fall. I had stated from the start that I would strongly prefer if my aunt didn't attend. She has severe developmental 
delays. She's about the age of a five-year-old inside. She gets overwhelmed easily and generally doesn't enjoy crowds. She didn't attend my parents' wedding either. I feel strongly that my wedding will not be a fun time for her, as there will be a lot going on and there won't be any food that she enjoys. My aunt likes hot dogs and pepperoni pizza, and the food at this wedding is going to be all vegetarian. I offered to do our own party with her and get all the food that she likes. I said that she could come to the bridal shower if she wanted, as well as the rehearsal dinner or the brunch afterwards. I feel like those events would still be a lot for her, but they're much shorter events. But all of these options were rejected. Instead, they want her to attend the wedding with two people they're going to hire to watch her. I said if she needs two people to watch her, is this something she's even going to have any fun with? They also did not offer to cover the extra people I didn't budget for. By the way, my partner and I are paying for 100% of the wedding cost. When I entertained the idea, I asked what the plan would be because my grandmother and my mother both felt that she was incapable of staying the entire event. I got multiple responses to the same question. She will come to the ceremony and then leave. Or they would say, she will come just for dinner. And then they would say to me, she will come for the ceremony and dinner. I tried explaining to them that coming in the middle of the event was not okay. I expressed concern that there wouldn't be almost any food that she would enjoy. Food is a huge factor for keeping her chill. And she would have to sit around for two hours before anything was served that she would enjoy. Knowing her, that would make her anxious and uncomfortable. My grandmother then yelled at me that she could have cheese and crackers. And I tried to tell them that there's no cheese and crackers on the menu. With all of the above, I made the hard decision to just say no. Since then, my mother has called my partner and his mother to try and convince them that we needed to let her come. When this didn't work, they started saying that my partner had told my aunt she could come and how dare he lie to her, even though that definitely did not happen. My grandmother then also proceeded to tell my future mother-in-law that my partner was a huge jerk for lying. My mother has also accused me of making my grandmother ill over this. Now I'm being told my mother is too sick over this too. So am I the jerk for not wanting my aunt to come along to my wedding? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What should I do? Honestly, first and foremost, this is your wedding. No one else gets to decide who can or cannot show up to your wedding. You get final say in that matter. And if you've said that your aunt can attend, well, then guess what? She can't show up. It seems like she has a lot of things going on and she requires a lot of maintenance that no one is willing to provide. So why would you want to risk that and have the entire moment ruined all because your aunt 
suddenly throws a fit. Like, that's not fair. This is a very special day for you, and I don't blame you for putting up boundaries. And the fact that your family is trying to, like, gaslight you and try and turn you against your partner, as well as all this other garbage, is seriously disgusting. That is a massive red flag, and it shows exactly where their loyalties lie. Instead of listening to you and say, okay, let's try and make accommodations so that somebody can help take care of this aunt while we attend this wedding. But no, they want to be selfish and weird and be like, no, she has to come no matter what. This wedding is literally coming out of your pocket and your partner's pocket. So if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would let anybody boss me around like that. So hopefully this all works out for you because at the end of the day, this is your wedding and no one gets a final say in who can and cannot attend except for you and your partner. I dumped my boyfriend after he threw away the urn of my leopard gecko who passed away previously in my life and now my friends are saying that I overreacted and at this point I seriously don't know what to do. I'm a 23 year old female and I was dating my boyfriend who's 25 years old for 6 months all the way up until a week ago when he came over to help me out when I got really sick. I honestly couldn't leave my room because it was so bad. In my living room I have a shelf that has old items from pets I owned in the past such as collars and bowls but one item on it is an urn that holds the remains of my leopard gecko. Her name was Trick and I got her as a juvenile when I was 10 years old from a pet store. Shortly after my parents and I realized something was wrong with her front leg, we took her to the vet who told us she was underdeveloped and as she got older it would get worse and start to twist. It wasn't metabolic bone disease. Her other legs were fine. It was just that when she was born for whatever reason, her leg didn't form correctly up to her shoulder. We also found out she had some digestion issues but in my household we keep pets even if they have challenges or if they need medications or some specific kind of care. We just adapt and move forward. With the suggestion of the vet, we didn't use substrate because she could get stuck and suffocate. So instead, we used a mat that only juveniles usually use and took her back often for checkups in regards to her diet and nutrients to make sure she could live the best life that she could. Unfortunately, due to her issues, she didn't live the average lifespan a normal healthy leopard gecko could live, which is between 15 and 20 years. She passed at the age of 10, a couple months after my 20th birthday. I was devastated, and we ended up burying her in the backyard of my parents' house where I lived until I was moving out at 22. I felt so bad about leaving her behind, especially because my parents expressly wanted to move away in a few years, so my mom and dad suggested we dig up her bones and put it in a little urn that my mom bought for me, which is what I did before I moved to my current house. Now, from that day on, she has sat on that shelf, all the way up until I found out her urn was missing the day after I started to feel better. I frantically called my boyfriend, asking if he moved her urn, and then he said something that absolutely blew me away. He said to me, I threw it away. Keeping the bones of a dead animal for so long is really stupid. I almost screamed at him, but instead I hung up and dug through the garbage before finding Trick's urn. I made sure to clean it very well, and I ignored his calls for most of the day until I finally answered at night. I kept asking him why he would do this or how he could possibly throw away something so precious to me. He finally blurted it out. He said, it's not like it was a real pet like all the other ones. He was referring to the paw prints and ashes from previous cats and dogs that my family owned. He even said, it was just a stupid lizard, which made me immediately say, I'm breaking up with you, and then I hung up. My parents agreed that it was right to kick him to the curb, but since then, some of our mutual friends are split. Some of them are agreeing that it was a monstrous thing for him to do that, and others are telling me I overreacted, and how could I prioritize something dead over my boyfriend? Since then, I've been getting 
getting calls and text messages from my boyfriend, switching between apologizing to then calling me names and then calling me crazy. I just don't get how he thought I would be fine with this decision. He knew months before we were dating that I had an urn and how precious that shelf of items was to me. I even would have understood if he didn't want to date me originally because he thought it was weird because I know a lot of other people don't really save things like this for reptiles, rodents, or a fish. I'm so frustrated and I feel like I want to cut off those friends who are sticking up for him as well as my ex and just move on completely. Yet I'm honestly still so hurt. I mean, what if he didn't tell me right away or it was trash pickup day and I lost her forever? Should I just cut contact with everyone who thinks he was in the right? How do I prevent people from doing this in the future? What should I do? First and foremost, to kind of get the logistics out of the way, I think maybe putting it in some kind of case so that it's harder for people to put their hands on those items would probably be in your best interest. Look, these things are important to you, and that in and of itself is more than enough reason for you to say, look, you shouldn't have done that. That was so inappropriate. The item literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was a childhood toy or something like that, or even mementos from previous pets in this case. The fact of the matter is, your boyfriend completely disrespected you. He decided something for you without talking to you about it first. He decided, you know what, this is weird and I'm going to throw it away. This is really dumb. But in reality, if you flip the script and threw something away that meant a lot to him, he would probably freak out and lose his mind. He would act like a giant toddler and you would get the blunt end of the stick. So honestly, it is incredibly hypocritical for him to not only make this decision for you, but then turn around and be like, no, this is your fault. This is not your fault. You are not the jerk. Anyone who's agreeing with your boyfriend is a complete moron. It's also really sketchy that you've only been with this guy for what, six months? And he's turning around making these weird decisions for you? Like that's a massive red flag in my opinion. So truly good riddance. This guy was clearly a complete dirtbag and you absolutely deserve way better than this weirdo. Am I the jerk for refusing to keep doing household chores for my wife? Here's what happened. So I've been married to my wife by the name of Bella for five years. Bella is not her real name. We both met and went to the same college. She was pre-law while I was doing animation. She graduated top of our class and went to a top 20 law school. While she was in law school, I had a lot of trouble finding a job in my field or even a job at all really. I ended up working in a kitchen as a line cook to help support us while she was going to school so she could focus on her classes. Bella got a very good job in a different state after she graduated, so I quit my job and haven't gotten another one since. We have no kids, a nice house for the two of us, and are overall living very, very comfortably. She works very long hours, so I take care of most of the household things. Cleaning, cooking, grocery shopping, repainting the walls, and doing other work and renovations to the house. In the last six months, Bella has started referring to me as her household husband around her family, as well as around her friends. I've mostly been letting it go, but every single time, it bothers me. I'm already insecure about not being able to find a good job, and it makes me feel even more inadequate. I finally reached the end of my rope when we were with her mother on Sunday, who still doesn't really approve of me, and they were talking about taking care of the lawn and garden, and she said to me, thank goodness I have a house husband for that, or I'd never find the time, and then she smiled at me. They then both laughed at me, and it was humiliating. I didn't say anything at first, but I guess she could tell that I was really upset, and asked me what was wrong. I told her that she needed to stop emasculating me, and making it seem like I didn't contribute anything to the household. We argued back and forth, and she told me that she would stop calling me a house husband, especially if I was going to get upset about it, but that it wasn't an untrue term, and I needed to stop 
stop being insecure. Bella refuses to apologize. I feel like she doesn't fully appreciate my value as her husband. I've stopped doing chores until she apologizes, and she is beyond angry. She's been coming home and cooking dinner only for herself and doing the chores I haven't, and then taking off to spend the night at her friend's house. I was talking to my sister about it, and she told me that Bella was wrong, but I was being immature in my response. The thing is, if I give in, she's going to keep thinking that what she's been doing is okay, and I don't even know what to do anymore. Am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? The way your wife is acting is absolutely atrocious. She is saying one thing, oh, I'm not making fun of you, but then literally laughs in your face and mocks you in front of her mother, as well as her family and her friends. That is unacceptable. It's clearly bothering you, and she needs to apologize. Like, that is really rude. No one should do that to another partner who's trying to make things happen. In my opinion, Bella is being incredibly toxic. Like, flip the script for a second. What if you were the one working full-time, and you were just calling her, oh, you're just a household wife. You just do the chores. Good thing you're doing it. Like, that, in my opinion, is really degrading, and it does make it seem like, oh, you just live at home. You just take care of the home. You don't do anything. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I find that kind of vernacular towards your partner in life to be incredibly inappropriate. You're dissolving that person down to just the chores they do. At that point, they're nothing more than a housemaid, male or female. So yeah, I think your wife is being a jerk, and if she wants to drive you away, then this is a really good way to make that happen. There's also a mistaken idea that maybe this is okay because it's a factual statement, but not only is the way she's saying it really immature and very inappropriate, but also the implication of what she's saying and how she's using it as some kind of butt of the joke is, in my opinion, incredibly inappropriate. Now, don't get me wrong, I do think it's inappropriate that the original poster has reacted in the way that they have, where they're just saying, all right, I'm just not going to do any chores. I'm not going to cook anything or things along those lines. I think there's a much better way to handle this kind of situation and the way they're going about doing this is really not okay. So hopefully some kind of communication and some kind of conversation can happen from this because honestly, the way the original poster is acting after all this went down is really manipulative. You're trying to force an apology almost and unfortunately, that's not how this is going to get solved and hopefully with some communication and apologies on both ends, this can work out for the best. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.